0: everyone and welcome back to another mornings with the masters where we devote ourselves to the lord daily with you
1: good morning you guys
0: good morning indeed we're picking back up with new morning mercies and uh before tori takes over from here i just have to say this y'all january's done i can't like this is like like
1: what happened
0: what happened do you all feel that way? Where you blink and the month is gone, or is it just us being wild people over here? I
1: feel like that's how last year was. Like we blinked and last year was gone. I am having January trouble. January is like yeah. gone.
0: I'm even having trouble like admitting that it's 2024. Yeah, and the first month is gone. Like we're one twelfth of the of the year done already.
1: Yeah, which means we're that much closer to having a baby.
0: Yeah. do y'all feel like time is just sped up? Like the dial's been sped up? Yeah, it's on like 1.5 times or something speed. I don't know. Anyways, Tori's going to take it from here.
1: (laughs) Let's do it. It says this. If you're God's child, it's no more you against the world than it was David by himself against the great warrior Goliath. I love the story of the Israelite army in the Valley of Elah as they face the Philistine army in 1 Samuel 17. On the first day of the face-off, out came that giant warrior, Goliath, and called for Israel to send out its best man to do battle with him. Remember, these Israelite soldiers were the army of the Most High God, the Lord Almighty, who has promised that he would deliver these enemies into their hands. Yet what did the soldiers do in the face of Goliath's challenge? They were immediately filled with fear and withdrew to their tents to commiserate. You can imagine them saying, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? This was their response for 40 days. Why didn't these soldiers stand up to Goliath's challenge? Why didn't they fight in the name of the Lord? The answer is clear and unavoidable. They were an army of identity amnesiacs. Because they had forgotten who they were, they were filled with fear and drew a fallacious spiritual conclusion. They compared their puny selves to this massive warrior and concluded there was no path to victory. David showed up to deliver a lunch to his brothers. He wondered why this Philistine was permitted to taunt God's army. He shockingly said that he would go. He would answer this man's challenge. Was he arrogant? Was David delusional? No, he knew who he was. He understood what it means to be a child of the living God. David drew the right spiritual conclusion. It was not little him against this huge warrior. No, it was this puny Philistine warrior against almighty God. Now, who do you think was going to win? David walked into that valley because he had his identity clear. And won a victory because he knew what he had been given. What identity will you assign yourself today? Will you deal with life based on what you assess you bring to the table? Or based on who you now are as a child of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? The Savior who is always with you in power and grace? Will you live in timidity and fear or in the courage of hope? Will you avoid challenges of faith and fear or move toward them, resting not in your own ability, but in the presence, power, and grace of the one who rules all and has become your father? May God give you grace to remember your identity as his child in those moments when remembering is essential.
0: Yeah. um, There's something that I want to talk about regarding this devotional that I'm super, super guilty of, and maybe you are too. Um, It's basically trying to do God's will our way. Mm-hmm. And so like you want the same result, but the way you're going to go do it is is not the way God is calling you to do it, which sometimes is pretty scary, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like it makes me think of um like the walls of Jericho. Typically, if you want to lay siege to like uh, a kingdom or whatever that was at the time you would attack it with like weapons and and strategy and stuff like that. And God's like, hold up. I want you to march around and blow this trumpet thing. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it was so different. Um, even the way God had encouraged Abraham and Sarah to become the, the father of the nations, you know, it's like, everything just seems so, um, like counterintuitive counterintuitive and out of our own power, which, which scares us. And so I'm going to pick up with first Samuel chapter 17, verse 38. And it says this, then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it and took a step or two to see what it was like for he had never worn such a thing before. I can't go in these. He protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them in the shepherd's bag. Then, only armed with a shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Mm-hmm. And so I, I empathize with Saul, like wanting to equip David to do yeah. the best job he can do. Like You can't go over there with a rock and a sling. Yeah. You, need, you need armor. You need proper weapons. You need mm-hmm. the sword. You need the best. You need to do this. But hold up wait a second, God had been training David for this time, and God was on David's side. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want to remind you that God is on your side. Mm-hmm. God is on my side. God is on Tori's side. And so he will equip us for where he calls us. We yeah. don't have to spend every single waking moment of our life trying to equip ourselves. That doesn't mean that we don't work with excellence. That doesn't mean we don't do things with, with prudent strategy and discipline But that means that if you find yourself putting, adding things to your life, that's not going to help you pursue God's will, God's way, Mm -hmm. then you need to take them off. Because can you imagine that scary moment where he's deciding, am I going to approach this scary Philistine with fully loaded armor and a sword? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to approach it like basically wearing like almost like a loincloth, a tunic and a a rock with a strap? You know, which one would you choose? I know which one I would choose, but now I'm getting to a place in my life where in humility, I want to do his will, his way. And it is scary just to admit it. It just is because we want control. We want sovereignty over our own lives. We want to worship God, but for our kingdoms, we don't always want to worship his kingdom because that means we have to do things his way. And if that means that you don't get in that relationship or get that house or get that thing. It can be really hard for us to accept and embrace, but that's where it challenges our mind and our heart saying, Hey, what am I worshiping here? Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't know if that speaks to you, but I think it's something for us to, to think on and be like, wow, we all want God's will, right? Yeah, But do we want it God's way?
1: Yeah. I loved when he said, remembering is essential because it really is. And the remembrance that we find that courage Um, to hope to persevere to put on our true identity Um, if you need it like a pep up today Mm -hmm. one of my absolute favorite YouTube videos is Priscilla Schreier and it's um, the Lion King if you just type in like Priscilla Schreier Lion King on YouTube Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll pop up but and I know that I've shared this example on this podcast a lot but it impacts me every single time I watch it. So sorry, you guys. Um, but it reminds me of this devotional because when the Lion King was happening and Simba is against all of these hyenas and it's like, he's just a tiny little lion cub, right? And mm-hmm. all these hyenas are like coming after him and he lets out this tiny little
0: squeak, <laughs>
1: yeah. you know? And then all of a sudden after a couple of them, when the hyenas are just like about ready to pounce, this huge lion roar comes and it's not Simba's roar it's the roar of his father and it's that remembrance of like The king of kings and the Lord of lords, the Lord of heaven's army is behind you, fighting for you, going to battle for you. And when you take on that identity of like, I know who my father is, like I know who goes before me. I know who gave me this assignment. So I know who will equip me for it and bring me through Mm -hmm. this trial. Like that is what's going to give you the confidence to move forward in situations where maybe God calling you to do something in a way that doesn't make sense and you're like okay God well as I remember all the different ways that you showed up for people in the Bible that didn't make sense well that just gives me even more confirmation that it's from you because yeah. in my own strength and in my strategy that is not how it's going to play out yeah. but that just means that you're going to have to show up and it's fun to watch God show up in those situations
0: yeah, yeah. and, it, and it's, it gives us more to remember later on down the road and
1: it gives him more glory
0: amen and we we always want to point the glory to him. Yep. And so it's like a win, win, win. Yep. I love the way he built this. Yeah. So good. Anyways, are you ready to pray, now? I
1: am. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we thank you that we get to call you father and friend, but we also get to remember your power, your majesty, father. We know that sometimes you call us to do things in ways that don't make sense to our brain, father, but I just pray that you would continue to build our faith muscle as we remember Who you are as we dive into your word and we read the stories of how you've shown up for the incredible men and women of faith, Father. And remember that you are the same God, that you're the same God then as you are now and you will be forever. And that means that you are faithful, you are just, you are true. And so, Father, I pray that you would help us put on our identity as children of you today and walk in that confidence, We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God.
0: Amen, y'all. And now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord.
1: Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece.
0: And don't forget that we love you.
1: We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow.
0: Hasta luego.